We are back and it's more Olympic talk. Hey guys, welcome to the tournament podcast. I'm Nia D'Amelio. He's Trent Dozier. And as Trent Dozier said, we are back talking about the Olympics. Man, did coronavirus actually do us one favor by giving us two Olympic events in less than 12 months? Uh, Am I a fan of coronavirus? Well, I think it depends on how you look at it in terms of the Olympics. If you want them spread out or if you want them smashed together like they are currently. Yeah. Uh, We hope you guys had a really good whole week also. (laughs) Sit around and contemplate, prepare your bodies (laughs) for the return of the tournament podcast. Yeah, our first Monday to Monday. Wow, exciting. And we're just going to – I think we should just jump right in. Yeah, I'll say if you want to support us or the Trident Network, which, of course, this tournament podcast is a part of the Trident Network, uh, become a, a, a patron, a Patreon subscriber. Uh, go to uh, patreon.com slash the Trident Network. You can sign up for small monthly payments to help support us. I think it's like three, it's $3, $3 a month. Yeah, it's wow. literally nothing. Um, and I'm pretty sure it gets linked in at the very minute. At a minimum, Spotify. Yeah. Links the Patreon. Yeah, I don't know about link. The other. Um, we are still on Spotify. We're still putting together our PR statement about remaining on Spotify. Um, that's not true, but also I am in absolute mental disarray about whether or not I should cancel my Spotify account. Uh, if you have an opinion, let me know, but please be kind in case I just choose to stay with Spotify, which is the likely outcome. Okay. So, like with the Summer Olympics, we are currently watching the Winter Olympics. And ironically, like the Summer Olympics, we were watching the uh, the bike, bicycle, uh-huh. like the long... The long bike race. Bike that, race. That first day of the Summer Olympics, right. And we are currently watching the women's cross-country skiing event. And the girl from Norway is about to cross the finish line. This woman has not lost a race in six years. And let me tell you, there is nobody around Nobody her. behind her. <laughs> nobody behind her, so good for her. She wins gold. I think uh, maybe uh, Switzerland or um, Austria and Sweden are behind her last I checked, but I could be wrong. Anyway, we are that's this is all to say we are currently watching the Winter Olympics as we record this cuz we love the Olympics. Yeah. Well, you were watching and I wasn't I was I wasn't paying attention. Yes, but and I watched the opening ceremonies this morning. Well, I I did I was watching some stuff last night. I was watching some speed skating last night. Ugh. A little curling. Uh so. yes, yes, I I caught some of the curling yesterday. So I was dabbling as well. Yeah. <clears throat> we love it. Yeah, we love it. And we love it so much that we're here to tournamentize it. Yes. Before we get into the bracket, do you want to talk about your relation to the, uh, oh, Russia Olympic Committee came in silver. That's crazy. When does that end? I don't care. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about your like history of watching the Winter Olympics or anything like that? Yeah, I feel like I don't really have much of a relationship to the Winter Olympics. At least definitely it doesn't feel as strong as the Summer Olympics yeah. um, in terms of my relationship to it, which I think is, I'm sure, the case for most people. 
typically the two things that come to mind for me, or I guess three things that come to mind when I think of the Winter Olympics are... Two of them are movies, uh, Cool Runnings cool and Runnings. Miracle. Oh, Miracle. Yes, of course. Um, and then the third for me is like um, Apollo Anton Ono was kind of formative for me as like an athlete, someone who I think of when I think of all-time greats. And, you know, yeah. he had some speed skating and short track speed skating runs um, for America in the, must have been the mid-2000s. Yeah, in the aughts. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so to me, he's he's the goat of the Winter Olympics. I think that's a really fair pick. In my eyes. Um, and then, you know, Sean White's cool. Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd be doing snowboard tricks and whatnot. He does. Um, he's still going to the Olympics, which is crazy. Yeah, but I, I just feel like I don't have as many memories as I do winter as I do summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like, you know, definitely half. possibly a third as many events yes in the winter olympics as there is when you count all of the track and field events at the summer olympics certainly yeah and all the meter dashes even even then we counted track and field as track and field in our tournament right and we had a 32 uh event tournament right plus there were some events that didn't make the cut yeah the winter olympics is pretty cut and dry 15 15 events yeah half of them are skiing yeah. that's an exaggeration but least, uh, honestly, three or four quarter. of them are skiing yeah um so yeah that that would be my relationship yeah a- apollo anton ono the movie cool runnings and i like the how movie you call him Miracle. by his full name <laughs> what, what would i what else would i call him i don't know just apollo ono right and i think he goes by that now but in the olympics he was called apollo anton ono exclusively all three names are cool he's a three namer he yeah okay so I had to do it to him. Had to do it to everybody. Had to do it to him. Uh, what about you? What's your What's your relationship? Well, like any um, young American girl, I grew up watching figure skating. Mm, of um, course. Both uh, women's singles and pairs. Mm-hmm. Never, I, I don't recall ever watching the men's singles, except for maybe Johnny when Johnny Weir was skating. Um, because he had really great costumes and he was, he remains like a cultural icon. He's a commentator for the winter Olympics. Um, but I remember, uh, watching a lot of that figure Mm. skating. And then when I was in sixth grade, my friend Julian Armstrong, who, uh, we were born on exactly the same day was a big Sean White fan. Mm. This was in 2006. Mm -hmm. The Winter Olympics were in Torino, Italy. Mm -hmm. And so then I, we were desk mates as well. And uh, he was really into Sean White. So I was really into Hannah Teeter. Oh. Who is the (laughs) ex-girlfriend of the challenges Johnny Bananas. <laughs> yeah, we're back, baby. MTV's the challenge is back, too. So I liked Hannah Teeter. Um, of course, like, growing up, like, Apollo Ono, Lindsey Vaughn, uh, Christy Yamaguchi, Michelle Kwan. Maybe you're the four people who come to mind when I... Oh, and Sean White. When I think of the Winter Olympics, like, those are the five Americans that... Tanya Harding doesn't come to mind? No, she's a little before our time. Um, Famously, though. Yeah. Notoriously before our time. Yes, I've seen I, Tanya, and it is a good movie, and I like Margot Robbie. But, um, mm. you know, I feel like if you didn't grow up in, like, Minnesota 
or Wisconsin or like, or conversely, if you didn't grow up rich and like went skiing every yeah whatever, like you just like I've never been skiing, I've never been snowboarding. I went to like an ice rink for a birthday party in third grade. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just not. I mean, I'm I'm from Pittsburgh, which is like kind of north. There is skiing around, but like, I feel like unless you're living in the ice, yeah, you just you wouldn't. These are a lot of sports that aren't in like schools, except maybe hockey. So like, yeah, these are a lot of extracurricular sports that like unless you are passionate about them, you wouldn't just like go do them. Yeah, you wouldn't. You're not on your ski your school's ski team so you know um that's that the last thing i want to say is shout out to my old roommate ann Lindbergh, who is a cross-country skier wow. did did grow up in minnesota and is passionate about uh all things all sports but uh is is like us is very knowledgeable knowledgeable about this kind of stuff and when we lived together she had roller skis so that she could cross country ski train in the summer when what? there was no snow, no snow. On what? On, on like concrete and wow. trails, maybe. And if you're listening, and I know you listen, uh, you can uh, correct me, and I'll put it in Monday's show. But <laughs> yeah, she's an attorney at Pod. She is a n n. Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. Um. All right. Well, are we uh, ready to get into this ding dang thing? What do you think? We're ready. Let's go. Let's talk skiing. <clears throat> uh. So as we said, there are only um, fifteen seats mm-hmm. because there are fifteen events, and it is uh very clearly laid out on the Winter Olympics website what these events are. Mm-hmm. If you'll remember. It was a real hassle to kind of corral and figure out what was what yeah. for the Summer Olympics. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing that I thought was interesting, and I thought of condensing them, short track speed skating mm-hmm. and speed skating mm. are their own things. Mm. And they have you know their own little Winter Olympic graphics. And every list I consulted ranking the stuff, which we're about to talk about, had them listed separately, except for the bleacher report list but bleacher report also removed ice dancing from the uh figure skating category and gave it its own ranking Mm. um so that was the only i don't know something to note for all you people out there none of it's super relevant everything else was pretty cut and dry the lists i looked at um so all that is to say here are the rankings uh or the seeds from 15 to 1. Mm-hmm. The 15 seed, cross-country skiing. The 14 seed, biathlon. The 13 seed, Nordic combined. The 12 seed, speed skating. The 11 seed, short track speed skating. The 10 seed, luge. The 9 seed, skeleton. The 8 seed, bobsleigh. The 7 seed, ice hockey. The 6 seed, alpine skiing. The 5 seed, curling. The 4 seed, ski jumping. The three seed, snowboard, the two seed, freestyle skiing, and the number one seed, figure skating. Nice. Um, Okay, so we'll start, we'll do the left half of the bracket, and then we'll do the right half of the bracket. Okay. So it's a little 16-seater, as you can see, so here we go. Uh, The upper half of the left side of the bracket, the one-seeded figure skating has a bye, Mm -hmm. 
and it will face the winner of the eight-seeded bobsleigh versus the nine-seeded skeleton. And in the lower half of the right side of the bracket, we have the four-seed ski jumping versus the 13-seed Nordic combined, and the five-seeded curling versus the 12-seeded speed skating. Now, before we get into it, here's how these were ranked. Um, they got their average ranking um, averaged out, and that would be what the seed was. Um, or the lowest ranking got the highest seed, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. We know how tournaments work. Uh, I went to four websites that gave me information that ranked the um, events. So this was highly scientific by not scientific uh, As it always publications. Is. They were Complex, YouGov Sport, Mashable, and, as previously mentioned, Bleacher Report. Um, I've been to YouGov before. Okay. Not YouGov Sport, but YouGov does a lot of surveys. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, okay. I think we're ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, another thing we're going to do is um, Nia and I are going to keep track of our picks this year. And then we're <laughs> going to see uh, you know, if we got stuff right or wrong. Mm -hmm. And then go from there. Mm-hmm. Now we ready? Yes. Here we go. <laughs> the one-seeded figure skating, of course, will face uh, the eight versus nine matchup winner. It gets a bye because there are only 15 seeds. So we'll talk about figure skating uh, after we talk about the eight-nine matchup, which is bobsleigh. And let me be very clear. I am saying bobsleigh because yes. that is what it is. That's what it's written everywhere. It's not bobsledding. Yeah. It's bobsleigh. They are the same thing, though. Okay. I don't know. I've Googled it before. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, so bobsleigh is the eight seed. Skeleton is the nine seed. And interestingly enough, when we uh, averaged out the rankings for every event, only two had the same ranking. Finished with an average of seven and a half, which was bobsleigh and skeleton. Crazy. So I was like, I don't know how to put one above the other. But then when I went in and saw what the seeds were, they were matched up against each other. So really, you, if you want Skeleton to be ranked eighth, it could be, and Bobsleigh can be your ninth. They're very similar. Yeah. Weirdly so, enough. Bobsleigh, there are three um, sledding events for yes for all intents and purposes. Yes. Bobsleigh uh, is, it. we have um, uh, a woman's mono bob. A two-woman team, a two-man team, and a four-man team. Those are the bobsleigh events. So you have outside of the outside of the woman's monobob, the difference between bobsleigh and the other two things, which are luge and skeleton, are these are teams yes. sliding together, and they're like seated in the thing. It's right. it's cool runnings. We've seen cool runnings. Yes, it looks like a little car. Yes, like a little rocket ship. Yes, skeleton. But the other ones are like sleds. Yes. Skeleton is uh, competed in men's and women's singles. That's it. And it is, you are face down, facing the hill head as first. you're going down. Yeah, head first. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they both go fast. It's intense. And yes. Skeleton seems probably a little scarier because you're face forward, you yeah. know, and your body's way more exposed. Yeah. Um. I I can confidently say that I had never even heard of skeleton mm. until this morning. Oh, um, I knew about bobsleigh and luge, uh -huh. and had watched those events in the past, but never skeleton. I don't know how I missed it. Um, it absolutely sounds terrifying, but I also read that of the three downhill sledding sports, it is the slowest. 
So that, uh, oh, I think because it's the least aerodynamic. Mm. So that gives me some comfort. But you got just, your big old helmet leading the way, breaking the air. <laughs> I mean, imagining your chin just sort of like rubbing against the, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't, yeah, but like the possibility <laughs> is crazy. Um, I'm going to go bobsled. It has a huge cultural impact because of cool runnings yeah. and as i'm sure everybody's heard for the first time since i think 1998 I the, the jamaican bobsled team has qualified for the olympics oh i hadn't i had not heard that so they are there now senka you dead man <laughs> yeah man there's our neighborhood ice cream man just in time for the winter olympics if you can hear the jingle um, okay, so we've both, I agree, we've both taken bobsleigh here. Do you think it'll take down the number one seeded figure skating at this juncture? Absolutely not. I do not either. Um, well, we can talk about figure skating right now then, as we've selected it to win its region. Mm-hmm. Um, people love it. Yeah. It's very popular. It's dancing. Yeah. There's an element of... Well, her- ice dancing is dancing. <laughs> Here's, uh, before you get into it here, I'll just read the figure skating events. There are men's and women's individual. There is ice dancing. There is pairs. And there is the team event. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's like. It's like gymnastics. I was, you you beat me to it. It is the gymnastics <laughs> of the Winter Olympics. Yeah. People just, people just like it. It's mm-hmm. fun to watch. And, there are costumes. And it's got, <laughs> you know, a scoring system that I don't understand. So. Exactly. Yeah, Absolutely. There's like a level of like, you know, entertainment in certain sports mm-hmm. and these kinds of sports that have like a performance element to yeah. them are the perfect kind of thing to put on prime time. Yeah. And that's why Americans at the very least are primed to, yeah. uh, to well, like, <clears throat> it's also, it's also easier to like tell an individual story or a pair story than it is to like. Here's the hockey team. Let me tell you about all 25 guys. Yes. And I'll tell you what. Growing up, there was a Canadian pairs mm-hmm. uh, who eventually got married and then divorced. And, uh, I, and I was obsessed with them. They were like in People Magazine. And like, I I just was obsessed with them because I was like, oh, they're in love. You know, like it's like, I don't know. You see the people's faces. They're giving a performance. And... The other thing I'll say is that, like, as opposed to, like, a jumping sport, uh, unless you absolutely wipe out, it's really clear when a figure skater makes a mistake. Yeah. When they wobble. Yeah. Or when they don't land a trick or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like even if you don't understand the scoring system, you can still be like, yeah. oh, they I, didn't land that. I, I feel like that's the same in gymnastics, too. That's yeah. Why they're, yeah. That's why they're held in the same regard. Yeah. Well, it's going to be, I think it is the deserved number one seed based mm-hmm. on people's interests. It certainly wouldn't be my individual number one seed, mm-hmm. but I'd be lying to you if I said I hadn't sat down and watched a chunk of figure skating before. It's hard to avoid. Yeah, especially when it's in prime time. All right, well, that's uh, the first of our final four members. We move to the bottom half of the left side of the bracket we'll start with the four seated ski jumping versus the 13 seated nordic combined ski jumping this is an interesting matchup it is <laughs> ski jumping and you'll find out right now 
after I tell you what these events are. Ski jumping has a men's and women's normal hill individual, a men's large hill individual, a men's team, and a mixed team. And then Nordic Combined features an individual Gunderson Large Hill, a team Gunderson Large Hill, and an individual Gunderson Normal Normal Hill. I don't know what Gunderson means, um, but this is the only spot it's featured. Uh, ski jumping is, of course, you know, big air ski jumps. Yes. And we say it's interesting that it's going up against Nordic Combined because Nordic Combined is a combination of two events, which would be cross-country skiing and ski jumping. And ski jumping. So uh, it's kind of like, to me, in this matchup, it's like how you would view the um, additional cross-country skiing. Mm-hmm. Because I could see you looking at it two ways. You could say, why would I want additional stuff with my ski jumping? I'll just watch ski jumping. Or you could say, this is even more impressive. These guys are jumping and cross-country skiing. Right. So it kind of, it, it's just going to depend on, I guess, how badly you want to watch ski jumping. Mm-hmm. If it's more impressive to you or just kind of like in the way of these, this cross-country skiing. Yeah, it's two extremely different skills. I'd imagine <laughs> yeah. that you'd have to be, like, to cross-country ski, you got to be strong. Yeah. Like, push yourself through the snow for, like, a long distance. Like, you have to be strong. And then for ski jumping, I'd imagine you'd want to be light, you know, like mm-hmm. to be able to go higher. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say in my, uh, this is a term from a different podcast, but I'm going to use it. In my <laughs> half-assed internet research, oh yeah, I learned that uh, Nordic combined is the only Winter Olympic sport uh, that is that doesn't have any women's division. Wow. So for that reason alone, I'm going to pick ski jumping. Yeah. And ski jumping alone. I I think uh, if I look at the question that I posed to everybody else earlier, for me personally, get my cross-country skiing out of my ski jumping. Yeah. I just need the ski jumping. Why do we need both? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's impressive. I agree. That they're able to do both. But. I'd like to see, we talked a little bit about this in Summer Olympics, the different kinds of Olympic bodies. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see a Nordic combined body to see how how muscular they are yeah because i like i said i just would i would imagine you'd want to be aerodynamic yeah it would be interesting to compare a ski jumper's body to a a cross-country skier's body right to a nordic combined body right see if it falls combined yes in the middle yes Um, but but we're both taking ski jumping we're both putting the four seed through and that gives us one of the most interesting opening round matchups in my opinion the five-seeded curling versus the twelve-seeded speed skating. Curling mm-hmm. features uh, men's uh, teams, women's teams, and mixed doubles events, and then the speed skating features uh, a lot: men's and women's five hundred meter, men's and women one thousand meter, men's and women uh, fifteen hundred, uh, women's three thousand, a men and a women's five thousand, a men's uh 10,000 a men and women's mass start and a men and women's team pursuit speed skating is just a longer version of short track speed skating which as i've said because of my love for apollo anton ono that is what i personally love so i think here 
if I were making the pick, it would be curling. I also think the people will pick curling because there is every four years a weird fascination with the sport of curling. Yes, curling, <laughs> like we talked about with the Summer Olympics. I was thinking about this earlier today. Curling is a sport you only watch during the Olympics. Yeah. It's like archery mm-hmm. is for me during the Summer Olympics. Mm-hmm. Like, and I still do not understand <laughs> the scoring for curling. Yeah. Because I watch it. See, I think the reason I don't understand it is because it seems intuitive. There's a big target at yeah. the end of the. Uh, the lawn, we'll say. Because like Trent said yesterday, it's like bocce. Very similar to bocce ball. And I'm like, you want to be in the center of the target. But I've watched enough curling matches to know that the stone in the center does not always get the point. Yeah. So I have no clue what the scoring is in curling. But it's such a weird... You have these stones that get so low to the ground to throw them. Somebody's sweeping eyes. Sweep, sweep. crazy. You have to... It's like... It, if if one of the sports was a mascot for the Winter Olympics, yes. <laughs> it would be curling. Curling has to win. Okay, so we agree there again. It's beating ski jumping. Yeah. Okay, so me too. I agree. <laughs> so we're in full agreement. Uh, and by the way, Luge has just come on the Winter Olympic feed that we're watching. Here we go. <laughs> ah! Oh, yeah, slapping the ice, getting some speed. Okay, this is an audio medium. Yeah, now we're just fully watching Luge. Um, okay, so uh, both of us currently have the same uh, Final Four matchup on the left side of the bracket, which is the one-seeded figure skating versus the five-seeded curling. We'll circle back to that as we move over Incredible. to the right side of the bracket. The matchups are as follows. In the upper half of the right side of the bracket, we have the two-seeded freestyle skiing versus the 15-seeded cross-country skiing, and the seven-seeded ice hockey versus the 10-seeded luge. And in the lower half of the right side of the bracket, we have the three-seeded snowboarding versus the 14-seeded biathlon and the six-seeded alpine skiing versus the 11-seeded short track speed skating. Uh, Okay, here we go. The two-seeded freestyle skiing versus the 15-seeded cross-country skiing. The freestyle skiing events are men's and women's aerials, men's and women's free ski big air, men's and women's free ski half pipe, men's and women's moguls, men's and women's free ski slope style, men's and women's ski cross and mixed team aerials, and cross-country skiing. The events are men's and women's classic, men's and women's ski skiathlon, which I think, is that what we were watching earlier? It was a skiathlon? Potentially. Keep going. I'll uh, tell you. <laughs> men's and women's mass start free, men's and women's sprint free, men's and women's team sprint classic, and men's and women's relay. Yeah, I think we were watching the skiathlon. Cross-country skiing was ranked uh, 15th out of 15 in three of the four uh, lists that I looked at. Mm -hmm. So not very popular. Um, Which I think is a shame because it – I just I, I cannot imagine the strength it takes to cross country ski, especially after just yeah. watching the cross country ski event. Like, yeah. uh, it just seems really really hard. It's also like thinking about the the bike racing that we were watching in the Summer Olympics. It's like yeah, of course all this stuff is first because it's like 
hour long, two hour long events or whatever mm-hmm. for the one race. And then like, it's hard to sit down and watch it. Freestyle skiing. You're like, oh, I'm just going to go watch these guys do some tricks in the air right now. Right. Freestyle skiing, correct me if I'm wrong, is basically snowboarding on skis. I believe that to be the case. Let me click on freestyle skiing on the Olympic website right now. <laughs> In the sense that yeah. the goal of freestyle skiing is to do flips and tricks and be It's like free that. to rock around to rock around to rock around. It's tricky. Okay, I tricky, see. Tricky, 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 tricky. Thanks wrong. for that bam, clarification. Bam. Uh, so, yeah, I think... Um, I just, I, I don't see uh, cross-country skiing beating I know. freestyle skiing. I know. Uh, it's all about that big air, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're in agreement. Freestyle skiing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we have the seven-seed ice hockey, which consists of a men's tournament and a women's tournament, to no one's surprise, and the ten-seed luge, which consists of men's and women's individuals, plus a team relay and a uh, doubles, which I believe is same-sex doubles, but I don't know. I literally don't know how you would do doubles in luge. I've watched it. Um, Still don't make no sense. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Your body's fully down. I think people like luge. I do think people like to watch it. I th- I, it goes I th- so fast. Yeah, I think hockey will win. <laughs> Um, I feel like one thing that the Summer Olympics have advantage over the Winter Olympics is there are more Summer Olympic events where uh, the, the, the race type stuff, the race type events, um, people are actually going head to head and you can see them going head to head. Yes. Whereas these like, are a lot of individual. Oh, oh this guy just, luge wipeout. Luge wiped out. Um, but they, you know, have to. Uh, you got to go down the track one by one, and right. then you just compare all the times afterwards. Right. Um, it also, similarly, their hockey is the only sport in the Winter Olympics where you have two teams going against each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like basketball, yeah. soccer, yeah. handball, polo, <clears throat> water polo. Okay, let me just get one in here, and then I won't do it the rest of the episode. All right. <laughs> Michael Ruzioni, Winthrop Mass. Who do you play for? Play for the United States of America. <laughs> okay, if you guys haven't seen Miracle 1, you should. It's yeah. on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Ice hockey will be my personal pick here. Uh, and by personal pick, I mean what I think the people will pick. It would also be my vote if I had a vote, which I don't. I mean, I guess technically I do, but I never use it. Um and I think, like I said, ice hockey will win. But I do, I, I do think that this could be an upset. This feels like a realistic one, whereas everything else, I think we've pretty staunchly agreed upon that they're not going to be close. I could see luge upsetting ice hockey. I have two luge stories. Please. One, if you grew up watching Disney Channel, they sometimes had these commercials that were commercials, but like these little three minute like, like vignette type deals. a kid yeah a kid in america <clears throat> and there was a girl who did luge mm-hmm. and that's how i was introduced to luge uh-huh. and i literally remember her segment and i remember watching her do luge the second thing about luge and it's crazy that we just watch a luge wipeout, and maybe i'll edit this out because this is a violent sort of like content warning this is about a death in luge oh 
<laughs> but like three, two Winter Olympics ago, uh, a loser died on the track in a trial run. Really? Yes. Oh. I do not want to explain. Mm-hmm. I will explain off air how it happened, or you can look it up. I don't want to go into detail in case you don't want to hear it. It's brutal. Yeah. Uh, so that I just like, to me, luge is like the most dangerous sport, even though it's like absolutely not. But like, because someone died, I'm just like, I can't handle it anymore. Yeah. Um, Makes me even more nervous about the skeleton then because they're luging, but head first. <laughs> I know. Um, hockey is tough because uh, the U.S. women's hockey team did win gold last uh, last Winter Olympics, which mm-hmm. is cool. I feel like if you watch uh, hockey, like NHL hockey, though, yeah. it's tough to watch hockey in the Olympics because all of our best players are not American. So whenever the U.S. men's team goes to the Olympics, except with the exception of 1980, we uh, you believe in miracles? We don't always do so hot. Sure. Because <laughs> Canada, Russia, and uh, all the Nordic Conver- countries. Conversely, because all of the uh, Nordic countries have players that play in the NHL. Yes. Say your favorite team is the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. Or what have you. And or the Pittsburgh Penguins. Or the Pittsburgh Penguins, whatever. Six-time Stanley Cup champions. Sharks, zero. Five-time Stanley Cup have none. Um, we beat the Sharks once. The Sharks don't have any. Um, but if America gets bounced early, on the men's side at least, if America gets bounced early, then you could be like, oh, well, freaking Evgeny Nabokov is on the Russian Olympic Committee team or, you know, whoever – you know, you have players on your team that you could potentially follow. Right. Um, also, I, f- I do feel like there are uh, people who are hockey fans, like I am a basketball fan, mm-hmm. which is to say basketball is my favorite sport. I love the way they run up and down the court. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. Little bow wow basketball, let's go. But I'll watch anybody playing basketball. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, you love the sport. Yeah, whereas like – if it's a if it's baseball, maybe I'll watch the playoffs. But during the regular season, I'm pretty exclusively just watching Giants games. Mm-hmm. Um, but basketball, like any college basketball, I'm watching pros. I'm watching, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I feel like hockey fans are like that too, where they're like, oh, it's the Wednesday night game of the week. It's you know Tampa Bay and Edmonton, mm-hmm. and I live in L.A. and I'm a Kings fan, but I'm gonna tune in and watch this because yeah. I don't have hockey fans are insane. Uh, I do want to say, I didn't even look it up. It was just a, a misspeak. The Penguins only have five Stanley Cup champions. I, I know that. Steelers have six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't why I got confused. I don't know why I said six. It's only five. Great. Um, but yeah, I, I think that hockey is such a, uh, at least in America, like it's such a strong fan base yeah even though it's not the biggest i oh, they're like shark tank baby. crazy yeah I, I, i'm sure every hockey arena is the same as a shark tank in mm-hmm. terms of fan intensity mm-hmm. um i'm going with hockey yeah long-winded way of saying we're both going with hockey uh okay here we go hockey versus freestyle skiing <sighs> 
deep sigh for I me. I feel like if we go into the final four without a skiing event, mm-hmm. that'll be insane. Mm-hmm. But I want to say hockey. You know, despite the big speech um, I just had about uh, potentially luge upsetting hockey, kind of think I kind of think hockey here too. And I don't know if it's just because like we're not maybe necessarily tapped into what people are watching in the Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like though our summer our summer Olympic tournament was pretty chalk mm-hmm. across the board, mm-hmm. and so. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 with you. This is not. I I also want to say hockey, but I don't know if that's because I'm ignorant, if that's because I like hockey more, or if it's because I'm stupid and and hockey's gonna get crushed by by freestyle skiing. Mm-hmm. Also, I'll 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 do it. I'm picking hockey. Okay, we're in for hockey. Same, both of us. Yep. Wow. Okay. So we have the same exact pick across the board so far through the first three regions. We move to the bottom half of the right side of the bracket. We'll start with the three-seeded snowboarding versus the 14-seeded biathlon. The <clears throat> snowboarding events are as follows. Men's and women's parallel slalom. Men's and women's snowboarding big air. Men's and women's snowboard cross. Men's and women's snowboard half pipe. Men's and women's snowboard slope style. And mixed team snowboard cross. The events... For the biathlon are the men's and women's sprint, men's and women's pursuit, men's and women's mass start, men's and women's individual, men's and women's relay, and the mixed relay. Um, I think, obviously, we both think snowboarding is going to advance here. Correct? Yes. But I I would like to speak about the biathlon. Sure. Uh, The biathlon is a combination of cross-country skiing and shooting. Which is crazy. And that's what I wanted to talk about. Please, go ahead. Um, I have nothing to say about the biathlon. I've watched the biathlon before, and it is cross-country skiing, and then there's like a checkpoint, basically. Mm-hmm. You got to hit targets. You, people are on their bellies yeah. shooting. Yeah. Who comes <laughs> up with these things? This reminds me of the pentathlon in the Summer Olympics with like five seemingly unrelated Yeah. Uh, events this is the same thing who's putting these two things together um if you know let me know (laughs) (laughs) if you have if you have someone's ear at the international olympic committee (laughs) send them nia's way she's got some thoughts uh okay that brings us to the final opening round matchup which is the six-seeded alpine skiing versus the 11-seeded short track speed skating the alpine skiing events are the men's and women's alpine combined men's and women's downhill, men's and women's giant slalom, men's and women's super G, men's and women's slalom, and the mixed team parallel. This to me seems like what people do when they go skiing. Yeah. Like alpine skiing is like when you go to the slopes. Yeah. And you're skiing. I watched a little alpine skiing the other day. Okay. And, you know, yeah, it's just, this is the same thing. It's downhill racing. Um, I'm sure there's got to be one of these events that are like, I know, but none of them say mass start, which I would assume would be the one where people are like, you know, in a group right, and all going at the same time. Right. Um, but the one I was watching yesterday just had one person going at a time. 
Um, and then I'm also pretty sure there is an event where two people are going simultaneously. But That like, sounds right. But the speed skating I was watching the other night, too, had two people going simultaneously. But it's like they're not really racing each other. They're racing for the times. Right. Racing the clock. Right. <clears throat> uh, short track... Short, short track bait gating. The events are the men's and women's 500 meter, the men's and women's 1,000 meter, the men's and women's 1,500 meter, men's and women's relay, and the mixed team relay. If I had a vote, which I don't, short track speed skating would be my number one personal Winter Olympic sport because uh, a lot of it's due to Apollo Antonono. Um, but also, this is this is one where there's a freaking group racing each other. Yes. Eight people at once or whatever, you know? You watch everybody with one hand behind their back and the other hand just flopping, flopping away. Flopping around. Um, it is, it's very much like a track cycling, which I'm obsessed with in yes. the Summer Olympics. Totally, totally. Um, you kind of stay grouped and then you sort of make a break for it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Speed skating is really exciting. I... I just, um, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick speed skating. I'm picking speed skating too. That's. I just, I. It feels wrong that no skiing has really made it very far, but maybe we just we aren't skiers, so maybe we're just ignorant. Yeah, I will also say. In fact, I have been skiing once, maybe twice, and I'm like. Not not only are we not skiers, I'm like actively anti skiing. Yeah, I'm also anti skiing. It's a personal thing. I'm not against anybody who does ski, um, but I personally hate it and I don't want to do it. Skiing. Um, sorry to our attorney at Pod and former guest Teddy Jones, who literally works. He's works ski patrol. Yes, in and Vail, we love Colorado. that. We <laughs> love that. We love that from Teddy. Also, sorry to attorney at Pod Paul Tucker who. Loves to ski as well. Moved to the West Coast while his knees were still good. Yes. So that he could ski. So we know people who do enjoy skiing. We know. I grew up knowing uh, there's a place in uh, Western Pennsylvania called Seven Springs. That's the ski resort. I, all my friends growing up went to Seven Springs and skied or snowboard, mm -hmm. snowboarded. Um, I am personally anti-skiing because Natasha Richardson died skiing. Oh. Um, and I've... And I've known people uh, tangentially who have also died skiing. Former so, podcast guest, uh, former host, and attorney of pod, Quinn Dozier, broke his collarbone skiing. It's just dangerous, y'all. It's dangerous. Too dangerous for me. Uh, too dangerous for my blood. I can't handle it. So I'm glad that you can, you daredevils. You keep skiing out there, but I can't do it. <laughs> well, you know what's ironic is... We won't have any skiing in the final four, but I do think we'll have snowboarding, which yeah. is the cool version of skiing. And also <laughs> equally as dangerous. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so as I alluded to, we have the snowboard versus short track speed skating matchup. I personally would put through short, short track speed skating, which I can never say, but um, in, in, the, in the case of this tournament, I think the people will push through snowboarding so that's what i will pick i also think that the people push through snowboarding but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we've been exactly the same throughout this whole tournament and because there is an american speed skating star I'm apollo gonna, anton ono i'm gonna pick speed skating wow 
And I respect that pick from you. So, this gives us a final four as follows. On the left side of the bracket, the one-seeded figure skating versus the five-seeded curling. And on the right side of the bracket, the seven-seeded ice hockey versus Ania's matchup, the 11-seeded short track speed skating, and in my bracket, the three-seeded snowboarding. Here we go. We'll start on the left because we're the same on the left. Um, figure skating versus curling. Figure skating is going to win. I hate to agree. I really want curling to win. but I know. This year, I'm not going to follow my gut as much, and I'm going to listen to my brain a little bit more so I can get these right and get my predictions correct. Curling, I also... Uh, we talked about this for the Summer Olympic sports. Curling is a sport I feel like I could do. I That's so funny. I was going to so say... So I'm just like... I, if you Obviously, it takes an amazing amount of skill. You need to be really flexible yeah. if you're throwing the stone, whatever, whatever. But I feel like a normal person could could curl yeah and not no, normal people can't do some of these other things so you think that works against it as a tour as opposed to for it i think that works for it oh as something that you love yeah i thought you were gonna I but thought i still gonna, think that figure skating yeah. will win mm. i agree if it were against something other than figure skating which is easily the most popular winter olympic sport in the united states mm -hmm. then maybe i think it would have a shot yeah but uh, okay, the right side, we have uh, ice hockey, mm. or hockey as it's known, colloquially. Right. Uh, I have it against snowboarding. You have it against speed short skating. track speed skating. No, you have it against short, short track, track speed, speed skating. skating. Uh, what, you, what you got? I think, I think snowboarding is going to take down ice hockey here. Um, wow. And I'll have a final matchup of snowboarding versus figure skating. I'll also choose snow... Uh, I'll choose ice hockey to beat short track speed skating. Wow. Okay. So you have the matchup of hockey versus figure skating. Two ways to use a rink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I have snowboarding versus figure skating. And you know what? I This sucks. Don't do it. I'm taking figure skating. Yeah, me too. It's got to be figure skating. Um, I hope you prove us wrong, though. Yeah. You know what? This feels like a pretty simple, straightforward tournament out of the gate. Obviously, we would love some chaos. We love chaos in mm -hmm. the tournaments. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but, you know, we're also just dipping our toes back in the water, yeah. seeing what the 2022 pool temperature is, see yeah. if we're liking it or not. Exactly. So maybe it's just a simple tournament to start things off. We'll see. Mm -hmm. It's up to you to vote and tell us what's going on. And you might be asking yourself, well, hey there, how can I vote? What's the new voting schedule? Yeah. Um, for the most part, the voting system's going to be remaining the same, but we're, it's just going to be a stricter uh, time sensitivity on our end. Th did that make sense? Uh, to you? or <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a cutoff time. Yeah, here's what, here's what we got. Obviously, four rounds for this. <clears throat> Opening round voting will take place on Monday, February 7th, and Tuesday, February 8th. And on Tuesday, it closes, voting will close at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's 11 Mountain, Midnight Central, and 1 a.m. Eastern. So 
get your votes in by 10 p.m. on Tuesday, Pacific Standard Time, for the opening round. Mm-hmm. The quarterfinal round will take place on Wednesday, February 9th, with voting closing at 10 p.m. Pacific. The semifinal round will take place on Thursday, February 10th, with voting closing once again at 10 p.m. Pacific. And the finals voting will take place over two days, on Friday, February 11th, and Saturday, February 12th, with voting closing Saturday night at 10 p.m. Pacific. That Sunday, Nia and I will record the podcast where we uh, give you the results. And then on Monday, February 14th, Valentine's Day and the release of the new movie, Marry Me, starring Jennifer (laughs) Lopez and Owen Wilson, uh, we will drop the first reveal episode of the year where we will tell you who won this tournament. Yes. Now, how do you vote? Same as always. You can go to our webpage, which is thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. There, there is a vote now button. You can click that button. That will take you to the vote center. Or uh, in the notes of this episode of the podcast, wherever you're listening to it, may it be Spotify or Podbean or iTunes or, you know, wherever you're getting your podcast, Podbay. Uh, what's the one? That's Stitcher. Stitcher. Um, wherever you're getting your podcasts, in the notes of this episode, there is a link to the Vote Center, which is updated every day with um, that day's poll. Or, finally, you can follow us on any of our social media, at The Tourney Pod. We post the poll daily um, on our Facebook, on our Instagram, and on our Twitter. So follow us there. That gives you easy access to it. Um, I think that's it. I think that's everything. I think that's it, too. Great. We're going down the we're going down the pipe here on Luge. One of our guys. One of our guys. C Masters. He's not winning, but he's trying. Um, okay. That's one in the can. One in the can. Time to time to edit. Yeah. That's how I feel. Uh all right. Uh we'll see how this how this week plays out. It's a new year, first tournament of the year. The Olympics are back again. Seems like they were just here. Because they were. Because they were. Um, but we're happy to be back. Thanks for having us back. You guys really supported yes. us last week when we put out our first episode. And yes. I know people missed us because yeah. people let us know that. Yeah. So, Thanks everybody who reached out over the last however many months we were on hiatus. Oh, I guess a month and a half. It's literally six weeks, but it did feel like an eternity. Yeah. Uh, so thanks. We are. We're happy to be back. Happy to be turning pod in again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um. So yeah, thank you for joining us on this journey called Turney. Ooh, baby, it was a cold journey, but we're getting through it together. And remember, may, may the, the thing, thing with, with the, the most votes win. And if you guys don't pick figure skating, that's fine. Let's have some chaos. Here we go. Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TheTourneyPod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. 
learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Monday to find out what won our Best Winter Olympics Event Tournament.